T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a Riggs and Alley Rewind. You know, in case you missed it the first time. So I, I thought of a game we could play, Allie. Okay, it's Friday. What? It's called Fact or Cap. Oh. Okay. What's, okay. Are you familiar with what the, the term cap, like no cap, what that means? Well, put, use it in a sentence. Like, um, I just drank a whole cup of tea, no cap. Okay. I'm not lying about it. I don't, I don't understand it. what- Cap is a lie. Oh, I've never. Where did this come from? I've it's never. It's like heard a thing that ever. kids say. They're like, "No cap." The rappers say it like, "Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna drive all the way to the grocery store, and I'm gonna give them my piece of my mind." No cap. Is cap short for something? I think it's short for crap. But they just took the R out and okay, they call it cap. That would make some not really sense, but at least like my brain could wrap around it. Okay, right. okay. And I knew that people would have trouble wrapping their head around that concept, yeah. like fact or cap. So what I did was yeah. I wrote an intro for it in the form of a rap. Okay. And you should listen to it. Here it is. One hundred three point seven. Kiss FM. It's time for the new game, the sweep in the city of Milwaukee. You already know. Fact or cap. What's that mean? It's time for fact or cap. Say it again. <laughs> fact or cap. Let me explain. Fact means it's true. A cap is a lie. If I'm telling the truth, it's no cap, no lie. Facts are true. Caps are lies. Make sense now? I knew you were wise. It's time to play and see how you do. It's fact or cap with Riggs, Alley, and you. Let's go. Make sense now? I, yes, but I love it. You're such like, I love you, Riggs. You're such a dad rapper, though. You're like. Of course you, I'm a dad rapper. You, my kids would love that rap. They'd be like, damn yeah, right they would. boy. <laughs> damn right they would. So it makes sense. So I'll give you five separate things uh, and you tell me if it's a fact or if it's a lie, if it's a yeah, cap. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. So here's the first one. Okay. Now the theme is oh, breakfast so, foods. Are these just random like, no. facts? No, no, it's a theme. So these are breakfast okay. things, all right? Okay. Because it's the morning time, people are probably thinking about food. So here's the first one. Is this a fact or a cap? Waffle House has been around longer than IHOP. That's got to be a fact. That is true. That is a fact. Yeah, Waffle House is like the original. It opened in 1955. The first IHOP to open in 1958. You got to travel to know these things. Yes. <laughs> I feel that way. IHOPs are in the South. And if you ever go to the South and you see one, go there because they're awesome. We have IHOPs. Where? Uh, oh, excuse Bill, me. I'm Mill- thinking Waffle House. I'm I thinking Waffle say, House. Yeah, Waffle House is confused. in the South. Okay, Waffle you House is in the South. House. That makes sense. That's what I meant. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Waffle House <laughs> only in the go, South. No where cap. Where do we have a Waffle House? <laughs> All right, here's the second one. Breakfast foods. Fact or cap. Rice Krispies used to have four mascots. Snap, Crackle, Pop, and Pow. Cap. No, it's a fact. Ah, oh, damn. That is a fact. I didn't ever eat that when I was little. That was Powell cool. was in two commercials in the 1950s, and they got rid of him. He was who, probably said something racist on Twitter, and they had to delete him. Who wants Rice Krispies without the marshmallows, butter, and sugar inside of it? I'm just saying, right? you know? I just want a bowl of it, too. I just want Rice Krispie treats. That's damn what right. I want. Cocoa Krispies, if you ask me. <laughs> Next one. Breakfast foods. When the Egg McMuffin first debuted at McDonald's, it only cost 10 cents. Fact or cap? Got to be a cap. That is a cap. Oh. Boom, 60 cents. 
Oh, 60. 60 cents. I was like, it's got to be cheap, but it couldn't have been 10 cents cheap. There's 60 no cents. way. 60 cents is still cheap. Well, yeah, but that that wasn't that crazy in whatever. 1960s, that's probably like that two bucks like, now. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Last, two, one, two more. Americans eat over a billion pounds of bacon every year. Is that fact or a cap? It's got to be a fact. It is absolutely a Hell fact. Hell yeah, and I, I contribute to that. Thank you. It's actually 5 billion pounds. They're like 18 Jeez. pounds a person of bacon. Love bacon. It's ridiculous, right? Last so one. Good. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, the largest waffle ever made was just over 8 feet across. What? An 8 foot long waffle. Fact I'm or cap? I'm going to go with people are crazy, so I'll say fact. That is a fact. Really? And it weighed 110 pounds. Oh. Some group in the Netherlands made it in 2013. Wow. I want to eat that waffle, man. You wouldn't be, you'd be able to eat one little insert. You know how in waffles <laughs> right? where the where the syrup falls into? You need so you, much syrup. It's so big to you fill would it. only be able to eat one of those little holes on the waffle because it's a giant waffle. There you go. <laughs> what do you think? Should we play that often? Should they play that I'll more play often? I'll play it with you. I learned something new. <laughs> See? I did. You walk away with something you've learned. Anybody listening can play along. They learn too. <laughs> it worked. Factor cap. And I got to do a dad rap. And you got to rap. Damn right I did. <laughs> it's 103.7 Kiss FM, Riggs and Alley. We're we're just talking about breakfast food with our new game called Factor Cap. And you brought up Rice Krispies. Yeah. And then I picked up the phone and our buddy Mike in Hartford was on it. And he said, Allie, you ever had Fruity Pebbles Rice Krispie treats? And I said, no, but I've seen them. I didn't know there were Fruity Pebble ones. I knew there were Cocoa Crispy Rice mm-hmm. Krispie treats. And mm-hmm. I've seen them made with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but Fruity oh, Pebble ones? Dang. Yeah. They make them with all sorts of cereal. Apple Jacks. Well, Mike yeah. said Quick Trip sells them. Right, Mike? Yeah, Fruity... They they sell like the single serving, oh. like they make the rice crisp. Oh my god, that's what those are. Yeah, and, oh. yeah, and then they they have like the rainbow colored ones, and that's fruity pebbles, and oh. they got like little marshmallows on top of them. Yeah, I've seen those at the checkout. I thought uh-huh. they were just like marshmallow fluff things, and, but they're rice crispy treats. I know. Yeah, I got. Ooh. I was there yesterday getting fuel for work, and they're a dollar this week. What? I love it when Quick, yeah. Tri- quick Trip does the dollar, like at the the right there. And it's like some kind of pastry. Dude, I get the quick rewards. I get the text, and I'm like, yes, this is a special at Quick Trip today. So Wisconsin. And I actually uh, two Christmases ago, before COVID hit, and we could actually have people over. <laughs> um, I tried making a peanut butter rice crispy. Bunt cake with chocolate drizzle on top, and it actually turned out pretty delicious. Mike, that sounds so good, but explain because I don't understand how it's like it's it's literally up like you put the rice krispies in a bunt cake form. Yep. You you mix you mix the rice krispies like you would just normally, but then you add peanut butter to mm. it. Mm. And yes. then you put it in the bunt cake and you let it cool, uh-huh. and then you make you can I used uh, like just Hershey's chocolate syrup. Yeah, I wasn't gonna melt any chocolate down. Right, and right, and I. I just drizzled it over the top and sliced it up like you would a bundt cake. That sounds amazing. Mike, you it sound like a hell of a pastry chef, my did friend. You, did, you make mean, this, did you make this I, while I your wife was you. pregnant? <laughs> um, actually, yes, she was pregnant. <laughs> She was. That sounds like something a pregnant chick would be like, I want a Rice Krispie uh, treat. What with peanut butter I've and chocolate? The peanut butter one was a little rich. Like, it was a little a little too much, mm. but you couldn't eat, like, a big chunk of it. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely good. That sounds so good. I try to do good. the easy stuff that looks fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's perfect. I mean, I could do that with my kids. Yep. Rice Krispie treats are, like, so easy to make. I love it. And there's, like, actually, a few ingredients. A couple, when back in uh, December, we had a couple of friends of ours over and I bought like the sheet Rice Krispie Treat from Quick Trip. Oh, I've seen those before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they actually have a thing on the back where you can 
like it's a thing for your kids. You stick, you cut it into little squares. You just stick popsicle sticks in it. And you can dip it in like frosting or oh, God. Like a popsicle. Damn, Rice Krispies are amazing. Ooh, yep, you know what he made are. me think of when he was talking about dipping? What's that? My kid has been eating Fun Dip. You remember that from being a kid? Oh. With the little white candy stick yes, and then the took, different, the blue and the purple sugar? Yes, you took the sugar. stick because for Valentine's <laughs> Day, he still got, they got um, Valentine's, right? I had to pick them up at the school and sure enough, there was Fun Dip in there. It's dipping sugar in sugar yeah. and then they won't sleep for a month. <laughs> That's how that works, you right? Didn't, you didn't want to bite the stick till the very end. That's right. Yes. That's right. I had to teach my seven-year-old to stop eating the lollipops like he wouldn't suck on him. He would just bite yeah. into him and chew him. And you had to make sure you sucked it symmetrically. Otherwise, it would get into a little point and you'd have like this little yes. thing you would start stabbing people with. You'd have a, you'd have a sugar toothpick. <laughs> yes, you would. A yep. sugar toothpick. We had Fun Dip and we also had Big League God. Chew where you stuck hey, your we, hand in to the gum like you were chewing and you put all that a, gum a in your mouth. Of mine, a buddy of mine coaches Little League and that's what he gets his kids at the beginning of the year. Big League Chew, man. Yep, big put it in your bottom lip. I love it. Costco where you get a whole bunch from for about six bucks. Nice. Look at this. Well, that's where we buy. That's the called buying snack for baseball. That's what I like. <laughs> what a great conversation we spun into learning about the fourth uh, Rice yeah. Krispie mascot. R- snap, crackle, pop, and pow. <laughs> pow and is no longer with Mike's us. And we Mike's recipes. We, yeah, we, we know Quick Trip sells Fruity Pebble Rice Krispie So treats. much knowledge this morning. Can you handle it? Can you handle all this? No, Mike, I'm have hu- a good- I'm hungry. Have a good weekend, yeah, Mike. Thank you for week. calling. Yep, bye. <laughs> if you're looking for $1,000 payouts, you're at the right place. Just a little early, because we don't start till Thursday mm-hmm. next week. The $1,000 KISS keyword is back, all right? Nice. $1,000 multiple times a day, free money to you. It's very simple. Listen next week. You know how the drill yep. works, right? Giving you money. So this hasn't happened at American Family Field. Still weird to say. I know. American I'd, Family I'm, Field. It's going to be hard. But. For 18 months. The last time this happened was on September 22nd, 2019, when they had fans in the stands for wow. a Brewers game. It's been 18 months. Mm. Now, the... Somebody had a kid who's now 18 months old, which is probably crazy to think about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a year and a half, man. So the Milwaukee County, uh, the City of Milwaukee Health Commission approved a plan for the Brewers to have fans for opening day okay. on April 1st. Okay. Which means they'll be at 25% capacity. Uh-huh. The Brewers were hoping for like 15,000 fans. They said they're going to have between 11 and 12,000 fans, at least okay. to start. Yeah. So they'll have, obviously, all the safety calls, safety, safety measures that the, kind of like the Bucks have right now. Yeah. You're wearing the masks when you're sitting down, when you're up, Stay going apart. around. Yes. No lines People for foods. seated out farther apart. You can probably like order your food on your phone, which I think is awesome. Is I've always best, wanted to do that. Best. <laughs> if anything best good comes out of COVID, thing. it'll be not having to wait in lines anymore. You yes can just have no, things though. brought to you. Why? You know what? It's hitting me now. You're right. I never <laughs> want to wait in the line, but no. now I'm picturing myself not drunk walking around America, AM Fam Field and not talking to That's where I do all right. my socializing now that I think about it. No, you're stuck That's in your seat. That's where you take the pictures and you go, hey, girl! Right. You see Julie from, you know, your your book group or something. Right. <laughs> we're not my, reading books, we're getting all drunk. All socializing's gone now at the concession stand. <laughs> Opening day is April 1st. The Brewers will play the Minnesota Twins. It's a 110 game, so it's an afternoon game yeah. on April 1st, and all there right. will be fans at Miller Park, which I think is pretty cool. Cool. We're starting to see some sense of normalcy a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Well, a little bit here by got, here by yes, here, little by little. Hold on, though. We have to make sure all this works. This is we're going. Yeah. They're going. Hopefully, yeah. this works. It's been working with the. They made it work with the NFL in the past season. Yes, correct. They but they started that fans. farther in. They did. Uh, yes, they're I making agree it work with, with the NBA right now. So I'm thinking they can make they're it work with the Brewers as well. Is my point, and hopefully right. it works. That's what I want it to work. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
April 1st. Look for it. Opening day, baby. It's 103.7 KISS FM. Commercial-free hours. We do them all day, every day. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So, it took them two years to finalize their divorce. They were married, though, for less than a year, which is the funny part about this whole thing. I will say they were together for years before they got married. Just like we've talked about, and then they went and got married, and then the whole thing went downhill. Adele and her ex-husband now, Simon Konecki, they finalized their divorce. They represented themselves. And did you know Adele had a kid? I did. And when I found out, I was like, what? Because how old is the kid now? I don't know how. Eight. I don't know eight. how. I must have known this. It was a couple years ago when they, she said something about her, her son. And I was like, Wait, what? Adele has a kid? Yeah, she has a kid with this guy, Simon. They've been together, obviously, yeah. for a long time. They just ended up getting married in 2019. And then it abruptly ended. But they have an eight-year-old together. Uh, they do have an age difference. She's 32. He's 46. So think about how many have they been together for 10 years. She yeah. was 22. Yeah. I mean, and she, you know, you change a lot. So anyway, she lost 100 pounds after they separated. Remember that. She's still thin now. I wonder how often it happens when one of the other two and a people in a relationship, one of them goes through a dramatic life change like that, mm-hmm. even with weight loss. Like, yeah. If you were still married, do you think things would change with you and your husband? No, I would. If you I were would, still married? What do you mean? What, like, I, I wonder would still if that be happens. Big. I would still be big. Sure. Because he was the wrong partner for me. Right. I need someone who's not going to enable me. I need right. someone who's going to push me to be my best. Clearly, yeah. we were not a good fit. I'm just saying, and I we learned if that, that when I got single that I was with the wrong person. I just wonder if somehow superficially that affects relationships somehow when it, one of them goes through a change like oh, losing a crap ton of weight. Totally. The other one well, resents them for it or something. Even if subconsciously. If I had lost it in my... I, you see like women maybe who are bored or even men lose weight and then they feel yeah. good and then they're not... Intri- like You want them to be to rejuvenate the, with the partner. Yeah. But sometimes it actually gives them their life back and they realize they don't want to be with their... Because they're <sighs> now a different person because now their life is different. They're doing things differently, right? right? Like in This Is Us when Toby and Kate were together and Toby okay. started working out and doing CrossFit. Uh-huh. He lost a crap ton of weight and he was always gone all the yes, time and t- working out and everything. <laughs> so she was like, why are you gone all the time? Why are you always gone? And she thought he was cheating, but he was just doing his gym. own. Right, he was just doing his own mental health stuff at the gym. Yeah. So, yeah. A fascinating episode. Well, <laughs> you would turn to This Is Us. Well, always. Adele and her ex-husband are officially divorced. Like I said, the divorce took longer than the damn marriage lasted, yep. but they were still together for a long time. Sometimes we get tattoos for, they have a sentimental reasons behind mm-hmm. them. You know, mm-hmm. they're very mm-hmm. special. They hold a near and dear place in our yeah. heart, maybe with a friend or a loved one. <laughs> right? Right. Or a relationship. Yeah. And usually that goes sour afterwards. Yeah. I've dated a guy that had a tattoo with his ex and yeah. it's completely awkward it's the whole an, time. I've, I'll never forget. It was so weird looking at it all the time. I'm like, do you really still need that? Yeah. He does. He does, though. He really does, <laughs> he, though. Well, he did. He's not my problem anymore. But <laughs> well, listen to this, and I'm and I guarantee people have had regrettable tattoos. Yeah. Everybody has one, but you and I don't have them. So I figured I would mm-hmm. jumpstart it with this interesting story okay. that was just trending. Yeah. This woman put her tattoo finally after a year on TikTok and okay. can laugh about it. She lives in Kentucky. She's 25 years old, uh-huh. and she was out with a friend, and they were having a conversation about how she's just fearless, and they were mm-hmm. like having a really passionate conversation. They were mm-hmm. having drinks, and he goes, "You know what? You're just." 
you're courageous. You radically refuse to wear a mask. You don't put on a mask at all. <laughs> That's not courageous, you know? but okay. Well, like not putting on a front. Like she is herself. She doesn't. Pret- she's not fake. Is what he was oh, saying to her. I thought you meant a like, literal mask. No, he's like you're not fake at all. Like you're, you're genuine. You're genuine is what he was trying you to say to you her. Are, yes. But he said that quote. You courageously and radically refuse to wear a mask. You're just yourself. You don't have to put on a mask and pretend to be someone else. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm gonna get that tattooed on me. So she did. <gasps> oh, oh. And this was two days before oh. the first COVID case came <gasps> up in Kentucky, where she lives. So wait, wait. She got. So what did the? So now she has a tattoo, tattoo that says courageously and radically refuse to wear a mask. <gasps> she got it two days before. Two I'm, days before oh, the first COVID no. case, before masks were like a big thing well, at they all. They weren't anything. For they us. weren't anything. They, so yes. She was just like, "Wow, that's a great quote. I really am me. I don't. Oh, I'm not no. fake. I'm real." <laughs> So now she can laugh about it, but she, for a while she was like covering it up because she was like, "I'm yeah. not against the mask. It's fine. I swear it's." it's this she had to is explain me it being with people. confident. I swear it has nothing to do with which help. is odd because it's now it's shook in her confidence. <laughs> what was irony. supposed to make her confident? Right, right. Has totally rattled it. So <laughs> that is funny. Actually. So she's keeping it because now she can laugh about it and she's she's able to explain what yeah. it was about and everything she's has changed. Keeping it, she's keeping it. Yeah, she but there's another girl who's getting this tattoo removed. There's another girl. Who lives in Canada? She's 27. And when she was a wrestler in high school with one of her friends, they were really close and sometimes yeah. they would be apart. And when they would let each other know they were thinking about them, they would send them just a letter Q. They would be like, hey, Q, just to be like, how are you? Yeah. What's up? You want to send a question? It's like their code. That was it. Just texting each other. This was in 2013. So they get together and they both get Q tattoos on the back of their necks, just the letter <gasps> Q, because that's their thing together. I know where this is going. I know where that's this their is thing going. together. They're like, this is our common bond. So they bond. have a Q on their body. Yes. And now. And then she's like, this is in 2013. Oh, God. So she goes on the internet a couple years later and she starts seeing all this QAnon stuff that's been around for a while. She's like, oh no. And they're used the same type, the same font of Q and like the QAnon stuff. Oh, and that's like a total fraud, fake front, the QAnon thing. Like it's not, it's all been like disproven and people think they're helping like So she's horrified. And she's like, this is just something my friend and I used to do, a goofy letter we would text each other. That's it. And now she's got a Q tattoo on the back of her neck. She's literally got a conspiracy (laughs) theory group that is not okay But she's like, her no, body. this is my. So she's getting that. Oh, she's getting great. that one removed because her and her friend are both like. You'd have We're to. getting rid of this. You'd have to. I mean, <laughs> talk about regrettable tattoos. Talk about what are right? the odds? Right. Oh, that was what. So can you top those stories? Maybe you can, but maybe you do have a regrettable tattoo <laughs> of an ex or something, some sort well, of a bond you had together, and it was unfortunate the timing of it. I love those people. Some people will be like, I don't regret my tattoo with my ex. That always blows my mind. You're lying if you say you don't. They say that some people say they don't. Who are, I'd love them to call in, too. Yes, 414-799-1037. Who are you? Who are you with your regrettable tattoos? Or are you just not over it yet? And this, <laughs> is, and this is exactly why I've never gotten a tattoo, because I don't want something to happen, and yeah. I don't even know what I get a tattoo of. So. Well, I just think it's either you're a tattoo person or, or you you're aren't. not. And yeah. they're much more acceptable now to be, I mean, a lot, before it was like, it wasn't classy if I'm you sure, have cover a tattoo. Your t- cover your You've got to cover it if you have a job. We're past that now. Like, you can have a tattoo and be at work and Look nobody's at, thinking Post Malone has face tattoos and he's covering Hootie and the well, Blowfish that doesn't songs. doesn't mean he looks good, though. He just has face. 
Just because you have them doesn't mean they look good. I, but I digress. So what is your unfortunate tattoo story? You can call or text 414-799-1037. Did you put a giant Q on your face? Did you? <laughs> we were just talking about unfortunate tattoos. Yeah. Two women that have now come out with their tattoos that if they've gotten that are horribly unfortunate. <laughs> One woman got her tattoo two days before the first diagnosed COVID case in Kentucky, mm-hmm. where she lives, when her friend was saying, you're not fake, you're authentic. And she got a tattoo that says, courageously and radically refused to wear a mask. <laughs> she got it right before the pandemic. Right before, she had no idea this was going to happen. Right. And then another woman and her friend, they got uh, matching Q tattoos, because that's what they used to do in high school, is text each other the letter Q, just to say, like, I'm thinking of you. And now I'm, we have the conspiracy theory group Q and Q and on. Well, it's been around for a while, but it's gotten much more it's prominent. It's all been proven to be fake. Like, I know. these people are getting conned. It's, like, I don't know what else to say been, to you, But dude. it's been much more like prevalent <laughs> over the last couple of years. My, so what's your unfortunate Chelsea, tattoo? No, no, Brooks in Cedarburg, actually. Okay. Let's go to her first. Do you have an unfortunate tattoo story? 414-799-1037. Good morning, Brooke. Morning, what's guys. Up? Hi. I have several, unfortunately. Oh, jeez, oh, tell us more. Um, Please. Well, I do have a, an ex's name. I got it to, like, prove him that I was all in love, which clearly I was not. Oh, God. Um, but at least it's behind my ear, so it's <laughs> hidden, but it's also, like, I'm going to make it into another word, because okay. it's, like, part of a word, so I'm going to fix that one. Okay. What is his okay. name, Mike, and you're going to put Rafone at the end? <laughs> no. I won't it's even say what it is, but I can Fair. make it into okay. another one. So okay. She's definitely over it, because she doesn't even want to say his yes. name, and I appreciate no. it. That go on. No. Okay. And then we have a matching. We got matching tattoos. So at least that one is not like. What know, are the matching? I love to hear the couple. I hear the same ones over and over. What did you guys get? Yeah. What are they? Um. Well, we actually we just got our birth dates, but in Roman numerals in, in the same place. Oh, okay. So okay. So it's not horrible, but it, I know that it matches him. So I'm also going to cover that one up. Right. Okay. Good. Yeah. That uh, you but, should. If yeah, you're not with but, that person, cover up the damn tattoo you got with the X. I don't know what else yeah. to say to people. Just cover it up already. Or just write the word "sucks" underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? not if they're a part of your life, now they suck. They were still part of your life. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Well, wait. There's the worst. Oh God, there's one. more. I forgot. There's more. Jeez. This is the worst one. You're just a canvas of crap right now. All right, go on. Really go ahead. In college, I went in to get a meaningful one, but as I'm there and waiting, I'm looking through the book. You know, they have the standard crap, and I see the picture. I see a picture of a like cat's face. Okay. And because I'm in college and I'm stupid, I'm like, wouldn't it be funny to get a cat's face down by my kitty? Oh, oh, okay. She got a kitty yes. by the kitty. I oh, did. No. So I changed it. Like, I went in for a meaningful one and I changed to that. But worst of all, when I had kids, I had to have a C-section. Oh, so that's so embarrassing. It. Well, it was, but they cut, like, right through it. And so oh, when no. They, when so they're it's like showing a... me back up, they're all worried about, like, matching its face It's like a severed like, kitty a now? Yes. <laughs> they had to cut so, right down the kitty's can you face tell that it? Can you tell that it's been cut there at all, or is, did course, they do a good job? Yeah. You can, Riggs. Yeah, there's definitely a scar, but he's, like, he's got a crooked face now. Like, <laughs> that's what, yeah, I have a C-section scar. They fade after a while, but I had two of them. But, yeah, there's a thing. You could. I, I, there's no way they could put it Brooke. back to look normal. It's, that's. No. I can't even imagine how someone would do that. That's tried, wild. Though, but, I mean, that was their entertainment for the day. They were I like, bet. we tried to match it the best we could. That is hysterical. <laughs> oh, my god. Thank gosh. you so much for calling this morning. We yes. appreciate you listening. No Have she a good had day. some really good ones. <laughs> yeah, she did. Rachel is driving to work. She's driving to Illinois right now. Hey, Rachel, we're talking about your unfortunate tattoos. What happened? Um, well, I was married. Yeah. And I 
was married for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And when we'd been married for 25 years, oh, we no. always had a special place we went to in Jamaica. Okay. So we got matching tattoos mm-hmm. of their logo. Okay. And we didn't put names on it. I always swore I wouldn't put a name on it right. for my kids. Yep. So I've got my kids. But it has our wedding date and oh, then no. our vow renewal date. <gasps> And oh, so no. that was at 25 years. We renewed our vows in Jamaica, and I got divorced last September. Why? Uh. You know what, Rachel? Why does the vow renewal seem to always put it in the toaster and just burn it to hell? My why? wife wanted to do that at 10 why? years. I said, no. It's I go, we luck. did it once. We're done. I'm convinced I said for luck. life, I meant for life. I don't have to renew it. This is not a subscription to Netflix. Okay? <laughs> yeah, we thought it was a good idea at the time, but... but you know, a few years later, found out it wasn't. Yeah. so I'm trying to decide because people are saying that I could just cover up the date part. Well, here's what you do, right? It's like palm trees. Just go there with a different guy and put his name on. I'm just kidding. I have an idea. (laughs) What, Riggs? No name. uh, Rachel? But, you know, it's also... Rachel. Rachel. Rachel, I have an idea. That's fair. I get you, but Riggs has an idea. Right underneath the date, write two words, never again. It's easy. You add to it. You add a little bit of humor. I go, what's never again? Yeah, we're not going to talk my about that. My wedding date. That's my wedding. Right. My first mistake. My, my, my wedding, yes. <laughs> uh, that's hysterical. Thanks for calling, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Chelsea's right, in. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Chelsea's in Greenfield. Hey, Chelsea, what's your unfortunate tattoo? What happened? Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, uh, 2007. Okay. Uh, my mother had a stroke. Uh, so, it was a big, long process, but I ended up getting a tattoo for her. Okay. That said, stronger in German. We have a very strong, you know, yeah. family heritage mm-hmm. German. Sounds reasonable. Um, so, I loved this tattoo. You could see it. Everyone could see it. Um, so, a few years later, I'm at a party, <gasps> and this guy comes up to me oh, no. and like, hey, what's your tattoo mean? And I was like, oh, you know, I mean, stronger in German. And he's like... Well, you know, I'm actually a foreign exchange student <gasps> from Germany. <laughs> oh, no. And it didn't mean stronger. It's spelled wrong. <gasps> oh, it's spelled it wrong. It's spelled wrong. <laughs> it's spelled wrong. He's like, it actually doesn't mean anything at all. <laughs> well, hey, then good to go. This is great. This is great. That's what almost like say? the people that get tattoos in, like, Mandarin. And, and, don't, try, and, and like, get it wrong. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. it says strength. No, it doesn't. It says and egg I, like, soup. research on this tattoo. Nope. Completely spelled wrong. That's awesome. Was, like, oh, man. Same student to tell me that my tattoo. How embarrassing! Your misspelled German tattoo. Oh, it is covered up. Okay, you've since covered it up. Okay, (laughs) okay. Thank you so much for calling this morning. Yes, thank you, Chelsea. We appreciate you listening. We love you back. 414-799-1037. People are still calling yeah, if you want to. Yeah, keep taking calls. Sure. If you got an it's unfortunate funny. tattoo, you can text it or call us. 414-799-1037. We're commercial free, by the way. 103.7 KISS FM. Unfortunate tattoo stories. Oh, our texts are off the chain. Yeah. Somebody texted in and said, tribal armband gang. Oh, God, those guys. Prince, I have swiped no on guys that show Good. their tribal armband on on Good. dating apps because I go God you're one you didn't cover that thing up yet <laughs> the guy that I work out with my trainer has one and he oh, always no. he covers it up all the time because he knew he was douchey when he got it and he was Everybody like I hate this thing so much then. yeah that's he was like funny. it's the worst and we so, did go ahead. go ahead no nope no you be no no, no. Be, 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 be. no you go I was no, gonna read go. Timothy's text okay, at four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven he said mine's actually the opposite of regrettable the timing was great I got a tattoo of an equal sign for LGBTQ rights and the next day it became legal to get married Aww. in the U.S. And I was like, look, that looked worked out well for Timothy. Yeah. There Somebody else said I got my ex's name on my butt, but then I covered it up with a set of <laughs> lips, so now she's kissing my butt. Perfect. <laughs>
perfect. Uh, let's go to Melissa in Waukesha. Good morning, Melissa in Waukesha. What's your unfortunate tattoo story? Okay, so I was like 21 at the time, and I got a tattoo of a band that I really liked at the time. Can you say who it is? Uh, Are you embarrassed? Hanley. Who? <laughs> Framing Hanley. Oh, a rock exactly. band. They, they okay. broke up like two I, years later. Yeah, I don't know who they are. But they did okay. a cover of Lil Wayne's Lollipop that was famous, yes. and that's it. Yes. So basically a so, band that's no yes. longer famous. Go right. on. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was in doing in-home care at the time. Yeah. And I got scheduled to go to this one person's house this one time, never had this person again. While I was there... The person asked me, saw my tattoo, and asked me, is that a swastika? What? I panicked. Right, because you're like, oh, God, oh, God, no. Obviously, obviously not. Um, the next day, I went and got a huge rose to cover it. Aw. <laughs> so you solved the problem. So what Correct. did it say again? It, it was just like a little, it looked like a flower symbol okay. that they had. That I don't know. I liked it at the time. Yeah, but then you I realized was it was going to get mistaken for a swastika, and you were like, God help me, this band isn't right. even famous, and I do not have a swastika. Let me get this covered up. <laughs> yeah. okay. Where's Framing Hanley now? Can Nowhere. understand what happened Correct. now. Holy it looks much crap. better now. It was, it was on my wrist, so it was oh. visible. Oh. Very easy to see. Yeah. yeah. You can't even cover so. it with a watch. Well, as probably a big Jew, enough. as a Jew, thank you for covering that up, even though it wasn't that. Okay. <laughs> right. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for calling, Melissa. Yeah, thanks, sure. Melissa. Have a good one. Uh, Lindsay's in Franksville this morning. Good morning, Lindsay. What's your unfortunate tattoo? Um, I have two that uh, I, I don't regret any of my tattoos. They're, they're kind of like Pringles. Once you get one, you keep getting them. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. But I got one on my back shoulder that, you know, I came out and was all proud and whatnot. So I got a rainbow tattoo that's Mandarin and stands for pride. Oh, and cool. I worked at a, as a lifeguard around a lot of elderly citizens. So I have one on my leg that stands for family, pay my respects, one on my shoulder stands for pride. But someone was asking me, oh, what does that mean? And I'd always say friends because, well, I was a little... Embarrassed for my pride tattoo. Which you shouldn't be. You were embarrassed to tell him it was a pride tattoo. I'm sorry, girl. But one lady came up and she goes, Well, she goes, Do you know what those stand for? I said, Well, family. And friends, she goes, no, that's that's family and pride. I'm like, well, at least I know it stands the right thing. Right. Um, right. Oh, she knew what it said. She read it. Yeah. She did. She did. So at yeah. least I knew that they were right. And ever since, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It stands for pride. Good. Good um, for you. You should be proud of yourself. I have one on my hand that, or on my arm that my ex-wife, um, she was a really good artist. So she created one that stands for like soccer's in my veins. And since we were supposed to be together forever, I let her put her initials like <gasps> it looked like it was in pencil. Ah, oh, the X so, tattoo. So when we got divorced, I was still loved the tattoo, still loved the meaning of it, but hated seeing her initials on my arm. So I went and got my favorite um, professional women's soccer team logo over the initials. Okay. Uh, okay. So, there you okay. Go. And I am. Uh, I hey. I'm. I know. I understand why you get stressed about your pride tattoo, but all the homophobic people can suck it. That's right. Okay, honey. Okay. You should write underneath in parentheses. Catch up. Just write in parentheses underneath the English translation. Pride. Suck it. Pride. Suck it. There we go. By Allie and Riggs. Yes. We might get our names on it. We might. By Allie and Riggs. By. Do it. first. I know. That's fine. It's an alphabetical order. It's an alphabetical order. Lindsay, thanks for calling this morning. hysterical. We appreciate you listening. Somebody texted in and said, if I followed Riggs's idea, where you put sucks underneath your ex's name, 
She said she has love. So she said it would be love sucks. <laughs> love sucks. <laughs> You're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. We're Patrick's talking about on one. We're talking about your unfortunate or regrettable tattoos at 414-799-1037. Good morning, Patrick. He's in Muskego, but he said it's not about him, it's about his friend. <laughs> okay, so what did your what's it is your friend? about my friend. So go ahead. Here. So this is about maybe 25 years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, I had a friend who always wanted to be the coolest dude, and he never was. But he got a job. <laughs> never was. Driving, he got a job driving uh, semis. And uh, from Milwaukee, he went to California, got a tattoo, and he came back. And he was so excited to show it off. It was the leprechaun from Notre Dame <laughs> on the bottom. Okay. It saying Fighting Irish. Uh-huh. It said, it said Fighting Irsh. <laughs> they forgot a letter or what? Yes, and I said, Ryan, your tattoo is spelled wrong. And, any, and the amount of expletives that came out of his mouth. <gasps> he didn't even notice it? No. Yes. I told you, he always wanted to be cool. But he, <laughs> but he was an idiot. But he's not. He's a stupid idiot. I gotcha. I'm following now. <laughs> hey, thanks he for calling. He was a cool guy, but he wasn't uh, Fighting Earth. hysterical. Thanks for uh, calling. Thanks, Appreciate Patrick. It, man. Uh, we got uh, Cody's in Sussex this morning. Good morning, Cody. Hey, hey. Good morning, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Good, uh, What's your unfortunate nice. tattoo story? What happened? Well, we got to go all the way back to high school with this one. Okay. Uh, Tell me more. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm about 17, 18 years old. Yeah. And a buddy of mine who thinks he's an artist at the time decides to go get a tattoo gun. Well, of course, he needs to practice on people, right? So. Uh, oh, no. Uh, he calls me up. He's like, hey, you want a tattoo? I'm like, yeah. You're I 17 and stupid, yeah. And uh, so... <laughs> tell my mom and dad i'm like hey yeah my buddy austin's coming over he's uh gonna give me a tattoo did clearly had some questions i'm like yeah well, what what do you mean oh he just bought it and he wants to practice on someone wow well, uh but Don't sketch. an hour later of convincing him i'm getting a tattoo on my parents pool table in their basement <laughs> and uh you know being <laughs> being the high school jock i was at the time uh, I got a Jordan symbol with a 23 over the top on my leg. <laughs> Does it look good? Was your friend a good tattoo artist? Uh, uh, let's just say his arm was probably about a centimeter wide, so not not, not a <laughs> oh, Jordan-looking tattoo. So it just looked sure, awful. Surprised me of yeah. the Pete Davidson movie, The King of Staten Island, where he's an amateur tattoo artist. Yes. <laughs> what oh, I can't man. believe is your parents actually knew the guy had no experience, and and you were 17, and they still let you get the damn thing. I'd be like, you lay on the pool. I would say, wait till you're 18 and go to someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> now we need I you to lay said. down somewhere at arm at waist level. The pool table, perfect. Lay down <laughs> on the pool table. Hey, it worked. It worked. <laughs> His parents had given up at life. They were like, do whatever you want. Now, so. Thanks for calling, Cody. We appreciate it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got. Have a good one. You too, Gigi's man. in Pewaukee today. Gigi, you're our last call for the morning, mm-hmm. Gigi. What's your unfortunate tattoo story? Um, I got a blue star on my forehead, and then I tried to cover it with bangs, and it just wasn't working. So it took $1,000 to get it laser removed. <gasps> Why did you get a blue star on your forehead? Was like it was in the center? Was it on the side? What's the reason? It was in the center of my forehead, and I I wanted to look mystical. I went to get a septum piercing, but they didn't do septum piercing. So oh, I thought, in your nose. What would be mystical? But it was kind of a bipolar mania moment. I was going to say, were you high? Right. Well, she's like, no, I wanted it to be bipolar mystical. bipolar mania. Which is a thing, yes. yes which you, when, We should clarify, because we're With not the, joking about mental illness. Manias are when you go and do things you wouldn't normally do, right? I.e. Kanye West. Yes, when you are mentally ill. 
um, star on my inner wrist just recently to replace the star on my forehead. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, I got to tell you, though, props on, re- on knowing that what it was, because a lot of people do things and don't realize they have any mental illness. They it sounds just, like you probably are open about it and yeah, controlling it, or at least keep, great. keeping it yeah, managed, right? I'm on the right meds now. Good. So that's good for good. you. Good. 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 That's Glad great. We hear. love hearing that. Yes. Well, thank you so much for calling, and we are glad that you don't have a star on your forehead anymore. Yes, I am. Me too. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Well, we are learning so much about Aaron Rodgers in the past couple months, I feel like, because we just didn't know a lot about his personal life before. He really was quiet about his family drama. Yeah. He was quiet about Danica Patrick. He was quiet about Olivia Munn. But now he's engaged to Shailene Woodley, and so we're finding out a little bit more. So he was doing an interview uh, with somebody from Zenith, you know, the brand Zenith. (laughs) Zenith? Yes. He was doing- grandparents had a Zenith TV. Or is this the watch? Is there a Zenith watches too? I don't know. He's doing, who cares? He's doing an interview. We just want to know what he has to say about it because Shailene Woodley already said that she's got baby fever, you know, and she's ready to have a family. So when somebody asked Aaron Rodgers, what about you? You want to have kids? He actually said he's excited to start a family and have to take care of someone else. All right. Yeah. He said that he's, he said, quote, uh, it's maybe not in the immediate future, but definitely something that I really look forward to. I've done a pretty good job at taking care of myself for the last 37 years, and I look forward to taking care of another life at some point, too. I just think it's going to be so fun. And it was Zenith Watches, which I don't know okay. if those are the same brand, but who cares? Yeah. Anyway, we just want to know what Aaron Rodgers said, okay? Let's be real. Hey, better him than me with the kids, man. He can but, have all the kids he wants. Well, he also said, because he's 37, he said, I'm in that age group where a lot, this is Aaron Rodgers, he said, I'm in that age group where a lot of my close friends from high school and college are fathers now and they have families of their own. So he's getting the, I want that. Meanwhile, his friends are probably like, bruh, bruh. We would kill the switch with you. We will be a star quarterback if you want to come take care of our kids and wife. It's sexless. It's exhausting. It's boring. But hey, come on over, Aaron. <laughs> Plus, he's going to make a little... If he has a son, he could carry on those genes. There could be another Aaron Rodgers oh, down the road. This is how guys think. You Hell would, yeah, you it is. think, oh, he's going to make a... He's going to follow in his footsteps. And what if the kid doesn't want to play football? Too what bad. He's Aaron Rodgers' son. He will play football and he'll like it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start this and preface it and say spoiler alert before we even do any of this. (gasps) Okay. If you have Hell's Kitchen from last night sitting on your DVR and you're waiting, uh, close your ears for a second (laughs) because this is what happened last night. It was between two chefs at the end. There's two at the end. Mark and then our friend Adam Pavlak. Yeah. Who's at Egg and Flowers. He was up for elimination. Him and one other guy. And this is what happened last night. My decision is... The dramatic music. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Adam. <gasps> Take off your jacket, young man. What? I put you in the garnish. That was the one position tonight that I thought you were going to shine and nail it. When I give you that responsibility, you can't step backwards. Yes, sir. You step up. Tonight, you did not step up. Yes, sir. I understand. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Adam Pablo. Thank you. And he's on the phone with us this morning. Adam! Adam! <laughs> What's up, guys? Oh, I got goosebumps. I feel I sad know. for you. You're like so good. What happened, Adam? <laughs> I, after two years, I'm still thinking the same thing. 
<laughs> well, I said to Riggs, I said, Adam was like one of the best chefs on that show. I and thought, yeah. how did you get eliminated, Adam? I don't understand. I don't either, actually. Well, thank you for that. Seriously. Um, you know, like I said, when I was uh, when I was going off at the end, coming out of the the confessional, I was just, you know, I think I, I had one little slip up, and that was the worst time to have the slip up because it was just, there was all, just too many eyes on you and you're mm-hmm. in your own state. Sit, yeah, and, they were uh, got in your head. Yeah, I could tell on that episode last night they focused on you because in the beginning you were talking about how you said that you felt like you were in the final two and you were like just going to keep your head low and then come out and kick ass. You know what? And then why does reality TV do that? They set you up. They set you up to think yeah. one thing and then they eliminate them at the damn They're end. They're like this guy. Dang this it. guy. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they were mad. They, I think maybe the, maybe the whole show was just mad that I was being too confident. <laughs> this guy's too confident. He has too much success happening in Milwaukee with Egg and Flour. We can't let him be here anymore. Get him out of here. Did you know, like, when you're during that, last night was also the blind taste test, where they have, like, if you can't ta- taste the correct thing, they pour ice cream on your teammate, the mm, person that's with you. Mm. Um, but during the actual last cooking session, where did you think that you were going to get eliminated? Did you feel like you were kind of... Did you see it bu- coming? Yeah, did you see it coming honestly, a little bit? Honestly, no. <sighs> I, like... I haven't. I didn't go up at all the whole season. So yeah, I was never right. up for elimination at all. And yeah. I knew that if I did go up there, I mean, I would, I would say what I had to say. Yeah. And hopefully the the whole season could be my backing. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of like my 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 rap, my resume. And I'm like, I don't know if I did anything that was that that bad or or was supposed to get me to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and it, go on, Adam. It's no, it's just uh, it's still tough because like you know it's not like I sat there for thirty minutes and messed up food and was getting yelled at and, and like you right. knew it was coming. You were just a little more quiet. If I was watching, I was like, well, he's not talking as much, but that's mm-hmm. it. He's like in a zone. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell you were focused. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then you get eliminated, and you, obviously Gordon Ramsay talked to you when you got eliminated. But the show they stopped filming. Do you get to talk to Gordon later and kind of talk to him about what to do with your future, or how what you messed up? Do you have those talks when you're done i wish oh <laughs> man no, you, you don't are, you are you are completely gone damn right. really i'm blown and away by a, that i'm blown away was it difficult for the last uh, six or seven eight weeks now to be quiet about the whole thing <laughs> knowing that's coming in the back of your mind uh not really i'm still super proud and happy of the work that i did there like Hell yeah uh, there's a lot of people on that show that maybe can't be as proud or, or you know don't have enough pride in them that they can watch that show and be okay with everything that they did mm-hmm. but you are and i'm okay mm-hmm. with uh with watching the outcome and i'm excited i'm still rooting for uh big d and cody mm-hmm. yeah and uh you know it's still gonna be a super fun ride you know mm-hmm. but for me I got a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah. I'm just fortunate that uh, that I can live out what I what I planned to do so long ago. So yeah. I'm just yep. excited for that, and the opportunity obviously has just been crazy. Life has changed for the better, for like always, you know. Now I bet. we, we got to play a song real quick and come back. But before, when we were off the air, you said, "But this is not your last episode of Hell's Kitchen." What? Oh. This is Matt. So for all you Hell's Kitchen fans, do not throw it away. We, no. I, I, I may or may not come back. Oh, in the last really? Yeah, he's gonna he'll tell us these details about this after Drake. Hold on, okay. it's Kiss FM. One hundred three point seven. 
7 Kiss FM. Somebody texted in and they're they're upset that we spoiled the ending of Hell's Kitchen, even though we said well, spoiler it's not the alert. Ending. No, it's not. <laughs> Still don't know who won, but we do know that last night our friend Adam Pavlock, who is the chef at Egg and Flour here uh-huh. in Milwaukee, uh, was let go last night yeah. on Hell's Adam, Kitchen. I got to tell him. I just got a text from my mom, who does not live here. She lives in Florida. She's listening on the Radio.com app. She said, "I'm listening and I want to go to his restaurant when we come visit." You can. I said, "No problem, mom. You got it." <laughs> bring her, bring her in. I will. And Adam, you got a. There's a. You're opening up the ninth runner up. She can have the ninth runner up. Funny, Adam. <laughs> you should put that in your resume. Ninth runner up on Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I will. I love I'll, it. I'll say that proudly. It's a badge of honor, man. Well, we're talking to Adam Pavlak, who was on Hell's Kitchen. Uh, unfortunately, was eliminated last night. But mm-hmm. you said this this might not be your last episode, though. Yeah. No. So. Uh, Obviously, they have a final dinner service for mm-hmm. the two finalists, and, and they need some help in the kitchen. So yep. you can look forward to seeing me making a comeback. Yes. Okay. And, See, they uh, do that every like season, right? We're still rooting for my. I'm, st- I'm still. I got two people that I'm rooting for in the game, and that's Cody and uh, and Big D, Mr. Declan. Mm. Yeah, he's the big Irish guy. Yeah. I wonder if are they the final two? You don't know. <laughs> now you had Cody in a couple weeks ago, and now Declan is what the Big D from the show. You're bringing him to town for a little collaboration next week too, kind of like you did with yep. Cody, right? Oh, how's, cool. How's yeah. that working so out? He's coming in on Wednesday. We're going to. I'm going to give him a little tour of the city. Uh, show them the operation, show them the new location, show them everything that's going on in my world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just going to be exciting to hang out because obviously it's been two years since I've even seen him. Yeah. And then uh, Thursday we will be prepping and uh, getting stuff together for Friday. And then Thursday he'll be there for the viewing party. We'll have someone to cheer on and uh, he's mm-hmm. super excited to come here. Yeah. yeah Friday the 12th. That's uh, next at week. 11 a.m. we open up, and we're we're doing a specialty pasta until we run out. So it's going to be really exciting to have him here, and we've just been getting calls all week about it. So yeah. I'm really excited for him. That's yeah. awesome. And then, how did you open your new lo- new location in Tosa yet, Adam? What's going on? Yeah, we are getting super close. Okay, so in the Metcalf Grocery Store, yeah, on State Street. We should be opening the week of the 14th or 15th around there. Oh, cool! Uh, so just keep your eyes out. Like I always tell people, just follow us on Instagram or Facebook, or follow me on Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. and. We, we make sure that everyone knows. And I love we your website, effinggreatpasta.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, great effing pasta.com. Great, great effing, effing, excuse me, great effing pasta.com. Take Riggs anywhere, Adam, let me tell you. <laughs> hey, Riggs, Riggs is a big supporter. He Damn is, right. He is, he is. So I appreciate that. Yeah, great effing pasta.com. So that's next week. Uh, Chef D will be in town with you and your new Metcalf location opening soon. Somebody texted in, they said, at my Milwaukee, Adam loves you. Keep Aww. it up and somebody else said you got shafted last night mark needs to go away <laughs> oh! <laughs> so i'm not going to disagree with that <laughs> of course you're not that's funny but it's good you got a good fan base and you do have mm-hmm. uh, you've got something great going for you here in milwaukee so congratulations on all the success and we yeah. look forward to seeing of you course. again on hell's kitchen and, and if you don't have cable somebody else texted in and said some of us don't have cable but we watch hell's kitchen on hulu every friday so yeah. there you go you can watch it's on it. hulu too uh-huh you just have to yeah. watch it the next day so <laughs> very I nice could, i could watch myself forever <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen the ninth runner-up of hell's kitchen on fox it's adam poplock yes, yeah. we are so proud of you thanks for representing are, our city good thank absolutely, you absolutely man i really appreciate the time of you course. made milwaukee proud thank yes. you for that
Thank you. Have a good one. It's 103.7 KISS FM. It's 103.7 KISS FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Alley. A thousand bucks, many, many times a day. We're giving away cash like it's our job. Nice. Starting Thursday, the thousand dollar KISS keyword is back on KISS FM. Love it! Uh, I don't know if you heard the announcement this morning. But uh, it is Women's History Month in March, and this morning they just announced the first ever black female official for the NFL. We're going to have a black female referee now. (gasps) Cool, because we had a white female official at the Super Bowl. Yep, in the Super Bowl. Yes. And now Maya Chakra will Uh be the first black female referee in the NFL. She's been working on college games and XFL games Uh since like 2014, Uh but she got the call. She said she thought she was being pranked, but no. She did. She She thought it was a joke. She was like, for real? For real? This is awesome. So it's a huge honor to be nominated to that. It's like making it into the pros. This, I mean, this is it's if huge. you're a ref, this is like the top, right? You want to go to like do professional and then you've really made it. Well, yeah. You don't want to be officiating Little League games for the rest of mm-hmm. your life. So uh, Let's not forget to mention while we're talking about this with Women's History Month and you yeah. mentioned this. Let's not forget Bianca Smith who now works for the Boston Red Sox. She went came from Carroll College. Here oh, yeah? Our very own Carroll College. Yeah. And she made history last month or the month before as the first black woman to coach pro baseball. So, hey, Bianca. There you go. So, that's somebody in our own community, baby. She from went Carol? from Carroll College, College to the Boston Red Sox. You might have seen about it on the news. Amazing. And so then the other woman that made uh, history this past week yeah. is a, a 27-year-old woman who fought bone cancer. She went to St. Jude when she was like 10. She had bone cancer. Oh, gosh. And then she got older and she started working as a doctor's assistant in uh-huh. St. Jude. Uh-huh. And this guy, this billionaire, bought one of the first commercial flights to space with Elon Musk that's going later this year. So it's just a flight up to space that like you travels like into that? space. Yeah, you got to you, you have millions of dollars. And then you get to go to space. Yes. So nothing will we'll ever do. But anyway, go well, on. For now, it's only for super, super, super rich people. Mm-hmm. But this guy selected her because of her story and her connection to St. Jude. And he's taking her. She'll be the youngest female uh, to be in space, which is pretty amazing as well. So she's taking this trip with him. That's cool. I'm just saying. Su- you look all ah, sus. It's the rich people getting to go to space and all that nonsense. What about the rest of us? <laughs> Do you really want to go to space? Hell no. There you Actually, go. Actually, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and why are you complaining? Me, let me think about it. Let me think about it. <laughs> make it affordable. Do you want to go? Well, no, but this, make it affordable. Well, this is like we were kids and nobody flew. Y'all drove. You, right. Flying was like for rich people when we were little. Now everybody flies. Give it 15 years. We'll be like, you going to space this weekend? <laughs> you guys want to go to space this weekend or nah, no? I'm going to Mars. Where are you headed? Y'all want to watch the Packers game on the moon or what? <laughs> It's Kiss FM. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So what's the next big challenge for Aaron Rodgers? <gasps> Fatherhood. Oh, boy. Yep. It says uh, Aaron Rodgers did an interview with the CEO or something of Zenith Watches. Anyway, they asked him about his engagement, and he said, obviously, Shailene Woodley getting engaged to her was the best thing that happened to him in the past year. Yeah. But he said he's enjoying that part of his life, and he said he can't wait to have kids. He's been thinking about it. He said, I took care of myself for 37 years. I think I'm ready to take care of another human being. Amen. <laughs> but he said, I'm really excited about that chapter whenever it comes. He also talked about his friends being in that place, because he's 37. Yeah. So he's got a lot of married friends with kids, which made me laugh, because I was like, 
go talk. Are you having real talks with those dads about the hell they're in? They have little toddlers or what's going on over there? Well, he doesn't worry about because those are normal dads. He's got money, so he's not going to have to worry about the same True. things those parents are worried about. He'll want to be involved. He but I'm just saying, if you went and found a dad in, in the hell of little kids and marriage. Be like, sure, let's trade like, spots. What I'll... do you mean you want my life? I want your life, Aaron. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I really want to have kids. Okay, here, have mine. Lease mine for a weekend. Right? Let's trade. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, why I love OPC, other people's children. I can rent them and return them when I'm right, done. That's, that's great for me. Right. Well, Shailene Woodley said she's ready to start a family, too. She's getting baby fever, so we'll oh, see what alrighty. happens. Right. You trying to slide into someone's DMs? What the hell's going I, on? Sure. Well, I've been trying to call this person for months. Oh, yeah? <laughs> call, email, DM, whatever you got for me. Just call me. Call me. What are you talking about? I'm on the waiting list, finally, for the vaccine. Oh. <laughs> there's only one person I want in my DMs right now. It's the Department of uh, Public Health Public Services or whatever, and the Wisconsin Department of Health Services. That's who I need in my DMs right yes. now. <laughs> That's the only person you want in your DMs right no, now. No, but seriously, you know, my life has not been the same. A lot of people's have not. I miss yeah. my girls' nights. I miss going out. We don't, you know, my friends, they take their kids to school, they yeah. go to sports, and that's it. We miss going out, out, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, let's go. I'm happy to get the vaccine. I'll step up. And then we saw that article about how doses got wasted again. I know. And when doses what, go what to waste. waste of something like that when so many people that I know want Ugh. one, yourself included. And you know what the value is on right. those doses? I mean, it's worth uh, so much money. So they finally launched the vaccine registry in Wisconsin this week. That's so right. I was like, I should talk about this for people that actually want it because I know there's people that don't. Fine. Yeah. You want to wait, but I'm down for it. So I went to it. It's vaccinate.wi.gov. And all I had to do was put in all my information, my age, if I have any pre-existing conditions, my address, my phone number, my email, and it's like, and now I'm on a list where, even though I'm not up yet, they can call me if they have openings. So I thought, call me! Right. So I was like, Riggs, if there's a DM, I'm trying to slide into DMs now, but it's the Department it's, of Health right now. Department of Health Services. That's what like, you're trying to do. Hey, girl, call me. Did you have any people that have gone through with it? Your parents, obviously. My parents have gotten both doses. They're fine. My sister and her fiance have gotten both doses. They were fine. Yeah, my mom had hers. Mm-hmm. My grandparents, all mm-hmm. three of my grandparents that are still mm-hmm. living have had theirs now. But your, your mom's in health care. She is. My parents are old, and my sister's a teacher in California, so that's how they qualify. And my grandparents are old, too. And they're old. So they, well, yeah, <laughs> they're the old also. people. It's like we know why they qualified. Right. You know why some people um, got it, but now but teachers my wife, can get it. This my month. wife's mother's coming to visit. She not visit. She's staying with us for two weeks, starting <laughs> not, next week. Not visit. No, she's, she's staying she's with us. Living with you. She's for a having a, bit. <laughs> a foot surgery, but they said before yeah. they'll do that kind of stuff. They're yeah. going to get her vaccinated. So she was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, it comes with the COVID vaccine." And we Uh-oh. were like, "Good, good for you." Good. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Wow, the foot surgery comes with the COVID vaccine." I was like, "Cool, good for you." Yeah. Well, w- vaccinate.wi.gov. That's where I went to. To sign up. I yeah. put in my stuff. I just filled out the form. It was quick and easy. And and uh, call me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> call me. If you ever have need more people, call me. I'm here. Mwah. That's the kind Mwah. of DMs that you want to be in. There you go. Hey, girl. I'll, I'll put on something sexy for you, too. There you go. <laughs> Play this song while you're doing that. Like getting that vax shot in your arm. Nice. Did you ever watch the TV show Friends? Of course. Not religiously, right. but of course. Well, there was, an, I guess Monica was a clean freak throughout the episode. Very uh-huh. neat. And there was the episode where Chandler found out that she had a junk closet when this happened right here. Oh my god. How did you get in there? (laughs) You're messy. No, you weren't supposed to see this. 
Look, I don't love you because you're organized. I love you in spite of that. <laughs> and look, now that I know, if I've got some extra stuff lying around, can we share the closet? Oh, it's just, um, I'm afraid you might mess it up. <laughs> Apparently, four out of five Americans are like Monica. Yeah. And have at least one incredibly messy space in their house. Uh-huh. It's just always a disaster. So do you remember when I had my man friend come over and I put all the baskets of laundry in the closet that were needed to be folded? I didn't fold them. I didn't put them away. I just no, no, no. I shoved it all into the closet and then pulled it out when he left. Like you're the only person that ever has a basket of unfolded laundry in their house. You're not. You're not. He probably has six or seven empty ba- yeah. or full baskets of yeah. clothes. Is there always a place in your house that no matter how often you clean, mm-hmm. you always have just one messy area yeah. of your house? It's always. My, it's like my always. my dining room table. The table we all that it's got so much crap oh, yeah. on it. It's got bills. It's got toys. It's got things I need to put away that I set on the side. It's, it's got the everything projects. table. It's the every. It's scissors, random stuff. I can't. It's the everything table. That's right. We have one of those, but it's in a drawer. We have an everything drawer. Oh, see, that's there even are, worse because then I won't. I'll forget about. It. Oh yeah, no. There's matches in there. There's birthday candles that are half mm-hmm. used. There's oh, you batteries don't have kids. in there. That's why you have matches in a drawer. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that, my friend. <laughs> sure. There's an empty half fifth of vodka in there somewhere. I, I think. can't do that either. See, with kids. <laughs> you can't. None of that stuff with kids. Oh, that's <laughs> but, funny. But they say everybody has a laundry chair too. Do you have a laundry chair the where you chair. put the chair? The chair in the room. It's the chair. <laughs> yes. When you want to throw something off, but you don't want to throw it on the floor, but you don't. It's not dirty, but it's not clean, so you throw it on the chair. Yeah. Yes, the bedroom chair. The bedroom chair. A lot of people have those. Or whatever you got. Yes, there's a chair. Do you have this in your house also? It's a plastic bag full of other plastic bags. No. (laughs) You don't? Actually, I am not that gal. When when we come back from pick and save or wherever in the plastic bags, we'll always put them into one. Mm -hmm. So you've got like 30 or 40 different plastic bags in one plastic bag. I decided to go green and I actually started asking for paper recently. Did you good? Yeah, because I was like, is, it's so easy to carry the plastic, and it's always I'm always by myself, yeah. and I have a ton of groceries that my kids are going to eat in a day, and I'm annoyed. But I ha- it's like at some point I got to go paper. Like you know, what am I doing here? I love going paper, but what I hate about pick what? and save, I hate, is that some of them have handles on they those break. bags. Yeah, you have to carry them from the bottom. That's and why, some of them that's don't. That's why people don't go paper. That's my point. You go plastic because it's easier to carry. This has been my biggest gripe about pick and save yeah. for years. Roundies, Kroger, whoever's Whoever listening, does them. Yeah. Why can't you put a handle on the bag. Why is it? Is it more expensive? How much more expensive can it be to add that little paper handle on well, both sides? Well, the paper handle for me is irrelevant. That's my point because if it gets too heavy, you're gonna, I'm, I'm so afraid right. it's going to break. I'm carrying it from the bottom. You're the, carrying it like a child, well, the anyways. The handle doesn't help me with paper. Is my point. You'd have to have like a plastic handle on it for me to really. Which trust eliminates it. the purpose of having a plastic <laughs> exactly. bag altogether or exactly. a paper bag altogether. And, and I, if I'm being honest, I feel bad sometimes asking for paper because it takes them longer. But yeah. it is what it is. Like you know. Do you know who who's responsible for these messes in our houses? What we found out now, it's not the women, it's the men. Because we're the what? hoarders. We're the ones that collect all this stuff, and we hide stuff, and we put it away. Oh, really? We're always putting stuff in drawers. I'm guilty of it, too. My wife will be okay. like, what is this pile of crap over here, and do we need it? No, but we might need it one day. So you just hoard a pile. Hell yeah, I do. I was watching old school Kardashians. They were running the ones where Kim married Chris Humphreys yesterday. I oh was like, God. dude, this is 10 years ago. I don't even remember any it's of these. Throwback. It is weird to watch now, right? Just showing the other happy times because it's a sad time right now. Right. So they're trying to show our good times. <laughs> well, eventually they broke up and, it, and we, they, they aired the episode where she decided she didn't want to okay. be married to him anymore. But one of the arguments they got in right after they got married was he was a slob. Yeah. And she's a neat freak. And he is like this classic athlete throwing clothes all over 
over the floor, dude, messy, sh- like seven pairs of shoes, and she's like, stop doing this. And you can tell she's getting really upset. Oh, and yeah. he's just like, shut up, this is stupid. But That'll she tear- is, it, it will tear you apart. It will, it'll tear a relationship she was, apart. She was, she couldn't let it go. No. She's like, pick up your stuff. No. <laughs> so pick up after yourself. And if you yeah. have some of these areas, don't worry, we all have these messy areas in our yeah. house. It's 103.7 Kiss FM. Even the clean ones. Yes. <laughs> Riggs and Alley. It's Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings and always on demand at 1037kissfm.com.